Let's get busy. Well, that's the best bit of the show. I think we need to get rid of that. Hey, it's an office hour special, but you and me have been having a heated discussion this morning about a couple of things. Um, Will Smith, we've really been having that. Hey, have you, have you got the bulletin up? Shall I read this text we got out? Because it's, it's an interesting one, because we've been putting the boot into Will Smith all morning before we go to the office hours. Love you guys, but you're sounding very white boy cricket elite. Why cricket? Who perhaps feel anyone can say anything about anyone and it's acceptable. Wonder if it's any different growing up in America as a black person who becomes famous and has to be on your best behaviour 24-7 to avoid being reamed by the media. First time I can remember having a polar opposite opinion to you fellas. I'm sad to hear what Rock said and I'm I'm sad at Smith's reaction. Perhaps there are pressures behind the scenes you don't know Mm. about. Being beautiful and rich doesn't cure depression or stress. I think you lads are being a bit one-eyed. He slapped him like he deserved. No one got shot. God, it's an interesting thing that people think There's a that, lot to that, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to unpack it too much, but isn't it interesting that people think that of all the people we should feel sorry for in the world is Will Smith? We should rip the absolute shit out of Will Smith. It doesn't matter. A, he doesn't hear from us. But a, it, 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 also, he's a huge, incredibly rich, powerful Hollywood superstar. When he slaps someone for making a joke, Chris Rock for making a joke, the idea that we wouldn't rip him a new one, that, that seems insane. And the idea that uh, you can't say anything to anyone, I don't get that. Like, why can't you make a joke? They're just words. What happened to sticks and stones? Like, all Chris Rock said is that your wife has short hair. That's basically what he's saying, similar to Demi Moore's haircut in the movie G.I. Jane. Um, so similar to the haircut that, that, that Demi Moore had in G.I. Jane that maybe you're doing G.I. Jane too. Jane came out in 1997. And Demi Moore looked amazing with short hair, and so does Jada Pinkett Smith. She looks looks great. So that's what he slapped him about. So if that's the level that this texture, and bless him, everyone's allowed their opinion, but um, if that's the level of insult that leads to smacking someone around the face, then we're going to be in a pretty freaking weird world, aren't we? Well, there's one thing... For sure, that if you look at it legally, what Chris Rock did was 100% legal. You might think that he went too far making a joke about apparently she's a got with, with, with hair loss Who cares? issues. I don't think Chris Knox knew she had that, hair loss. Maybe you think that personally, you don't need to laugh. But, she, but essentially, it, most of that auditorium laughed at yeah. the joke originally. So it, it didn't fall flat. So yeah. it, it had an audience and, and it was fine. And it's what you do at the Oscars. At the Oscars, yeah. the comedians come out and make fun so, of the. Incredibly powerful superstars. So so that's fine. And and certainly there's nothing illegal about what he did. Not even borderline defamation or anything like that. Not even getting anywhere near that. But certainly could have said a lot worse. You are not allowed to slap someone in the face. No, you're not. You can't do that. That is assault. And that's illegal. Mm. So you're dealing with two completely different issues here. And and to say that what Will Smith did was fair enough to Chris Rock, well, if you think that slapping someone in the face doesn't matter what they say to you beforehand is fine, Yeah. then you've got a problem because you, you're not thinking straight because that's illegal. You can't do that. Yeah. You can say things to people. You can say words to people. Yeah. You can insult people if you'd yeah. like to. That's totally legal. You can text at me and say that I'm cricket elite, whatever that means. Yeah, you but can do, you that. do that. But you can't come up and slap <laughs> me in the face. Say, you can't do that. That's, you can, that's you assault. You can't do it. And speak, it's not, we're not just talking There's a good reason well. for that. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Oh, yeah, because that means the strongest person would always win everything. Yeah. If it was just fight, 
a fight was the way that yeah. what, what we live in a society where we take that part out of it. Otherwise, it would be yeah. ridiculous. And but it was it was all. I mean, he was laughing, and it, and yeah. and it was all in good fun. And and yeah, okay, one person might feel a little bit hurt, or in that situation, maybe a few people, maybe their family might get a little bit hurt. But millions of people around the world were entertained, and that's important. You can't lose sight of that. And it's very hard to make jokes that don't have someone at the at the in the middle of it. You know that that someone's feelings don't get hurt somewhere. In fact. I'd argue that it's – I mean, there are some jokes that don't involve any protagonists, yeah. actual people. Not very funny, though. But they're generally not that funny. So someone's going to be a little bit upset, and that's okay because lots of people were entertained, in, in my opinion. That's, yeah. that's just my opinion. The, the, the wrestler Mc, you can't slap someone in the face. The wrestler Mick Foley made a good point. Um, you know, Mick Foley, uh, Mankind, one of my favourite wrestlers of all time, WWE. Um, if it was at The Rock instead of Chris Rock making the same G.I. Jane reference, there's no slap. The vessel of love is a bully. I mean, the fact, yeah, of course, the fact that he he's so much bigger. The fact he's so much Absolutely. bigger than Chris Rock is why he felt doing it. Can you imagine him going up and slapping? hundred <laughs> percent. And it wasn't like Chris Rock was going on and on and on about it. No. It was one joke. And in that situation, you know, if you were talking to your kid, mm. I always think about this. You know, yeah. if if you were Will Smith's parents and he was a kid and and that had happened at school or something like that what you'd say to Will Smith is like you need to be a little you need to show a little bit of a thicker skin and and sticks and stones will break your bones but names will never hurt you you can deal with that because the moment will pass and oftentimes there's that idea of of when people say stuff to you that that is a little bit offensive and we've all had that I've had that happen to me you've had that happen to you as well yeah i mean you wish you were and the that, kind of person that doesn't get offended but you you do get offended yeah well you you do but it's the 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 more times you overcome that offence, the stronger you become, and and your your skin becomes thicker. And there's a there's a thing about grey rocking, which is interesting that you've got Chris Rock involved in this. But the idea of when someone says something to you that you don't like, you just you it's only a moment, and you'll yeah. feel a rise up inside of you of an emotion which is generally anger, and because maybe it's upset you because maybe you're sensitive about something or whatever. But I tell you what, that, that moment subsides real fast. And if you are aware of it and you watch it happen, you watch it, you can feel it rise up. And if you pretend that you're a rock at the bottom of a river, you can just feel it flow over the back of you. Yeah. And it just dis- and then it disappears and it, and it well, subsides and it's gone and you haven't – and you've just let it go. And at that moment, you feel great power because you go, you know what, I could have said something here and I haven't and I've – I've shown control over my emotions, and now it's gone, and now everything's okay again. Well, it's the, it's like it's just the, a moment. It's the famous uh, Marcus Aurelius quote. And he goes, "How much worse are the consequences of anger than the things that caused them?" Yeah. So the joke was that your wife uh, has the same haircut as GI Joan. You stormed the stage. You slapped the host. You made a major incident. You you then had to cry through your speech and make up for your speech, and now that's going to define the rest of your life over one comment and one piece of anger. If you run the five-second rule on anger then and go, let's say someone left a food on the floor, right? You know, we go five seconds, mm. but, you, but it, disappe- like, it, does uh, disappear. it disappears. You go one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, G.I. Jane. She yeah. looked good in G.I. Jane. You can choose to bring it back at that moment, mm. but that's you bringing it back because the actual words are gone. Yeah. And the person stopped talking and stopped saying the things. Now, you can choose to bring it back in your own mind, the words, but yeah. that's you. That's yeah. you that's done that. That's not them yeah, that's gone. done that. They've stopped talking. I thought um, my line, though, was 
you know, because it's great that we're down here, but a lot of people will be like, oh, why are we talking about what's happening over in the States? It's got nothing to do with anyone. Because we're in New Zealand. and Yeah, it is interesting. But I thought, um, I mean, fancy Will Smith thinking that we're talking about this down in New Zealand. It's kind of a weird world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I thought my line, my joke was that I was working on this morning was quite good. Uh, good thing Chris Rock didn't make a hair loss joke about Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was pushing it forward. I think I've, I've pushed the discourse with I that mean, joke forward. I'm, I mean, so I'm, look. I'm driving it forward because otherwise we could just talk about the ins and outs. It seems in that that you're suggesting that Alec Baldwin would have shot him in the face like he did the woman while they were accident while they were shooting that movie. And even though he didn't pull the trigger, no, 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 I didn't pull the trigger, as Alec Baldwin said. Um, but don't you think that might be just escalating it a little but bit more like than you look like Jimmy like Bourne? Because what it started with a joke, it yeah. started with a joke by Chris Rock. Yeah. And then all those events unfolded and then I've come back. I've, it's almost like it's tied up with another joke. But don't you think mine's better? Joke. Don't you think my joke's better that's, that's going off on social media, the meme that me and Mash worked on together? The fresh prick of Bell End. I mean, that is brings two things together. The guy that hit the person and his sitcom <laughs> from years ago, and two two references in one joke to the downstairs operation. The fresh prick of Bell End. <laughs> nine hundred and sixty four likes. Jesus. Yeah, and and that's as of nine twenty two. When people are listening to this, it could have got up to nine hundred sixty five, nine hundred sixty seven likes. You know. Go through the roof. I'm just sort of. Um, what I'd like to do is then go and compare that with some other things that have got 965 likes. Oh yeah, you know, like on um, the Matt and Jerry Instagram. No, no, just general, just people's posts in general. Like you know, Matoodles, for example. Oh yeah, you know, saying that um, here's me and my baby, and and here's me um, and my baby and my partner going for a walk or something like that. <laughs> and a nice selfie of that, and I'd say she'd be like on 10,000 likes. Yeah, something like mm. that. Yeah. You don't want to think about that, though. You know, just in terms of if, if you think like for like. Can you, br- can you bring my um, thing through, like like my computer through? Because it's got 19,000 likes on the Matt and Jerry page, this one. What is this? Anyway, well, we've got no volume here. One second, one second. It's, when a gold here we go. Ken Zoe Sadowski-Sinnott became the first New Zealander to win a gold medal at the Winter Olympics, her dad Sean was watching on. That's got nineteen thousand likes. Us on the Matt and Jerry show, Sean. That's like nineteen thousand likes. Sunk in yet that your daughter is New Zealand's first Winter Olympic gold medalist? Hey, look, we'll just take the fact that she won a medal. I uh, love love it that it's yeah, gold. I got nineteen thousand likes. So there we go. So you got to say you're nine hundred and whatever. Sucker! I got nineteen thousand views, not likes. Yeah, it didn't uh, quite seem right to me. I thought yeah, you'd okay, it's old man yeah, social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen thousand is still quite a few. It's still views. pretty good. It's pretty. It's good views. You know, nineteen thousand views. Well, yeah. she shared it, which helped. Old oh, it? Zoe oh, Zoe yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah um, I thought my good thing, Chris Rock, didn't make a hairless joke about Alec Bald. <laughs> it's good because it's operating on two levels. Firstly, it's around the bald. Let's play out this this joke. So Chris Alec Baldwin's at the at the Oscars mm. and he goes, Alec Baldwin's not bald. No. But his name's Baldwin. So 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 would the joke be, Hey Alec, you're bald. Hey mm. Alec Baldwin, you're bald. Alec Baldwin is not gonna pull out a gun and shoot him for that because he's going to be like, I'm not bald. Oh, we've moved, oh, no, but it's, ta- it's pushing it on. It's pushing the discourse on into a new realm. It's, that's that's satirising and dealing with what Alec Baldwin was doing inside of Hollywood. I think we post that on social and we see 
See, because yeah, because strangely, like you, you think yours is better, but I think yours is less funny and way more offensive. Do yeah. I need to put an accident somewhere in there? Good thing Chris Rock didn't make an accidental hair loss joke about <laughs> Alec Baldwin. <laughs> you Should, need for that joke to work. You need someone in Alec Baldwin's circle to be bald. Okay, and there, there's no one that's bald. And but his name's Baldwin. But his no, last but name taking, is Baldwin. It's yeah, bald, it's even funnier because it's Baldwin. But he didn't. Maybe s- around the win, maybe bald. But when winning an Oscar, Chris Rock didn't say Jada was bald. Lucky he Alec said Baldwin didn't win. Can, can we bring best up? Can we bring actor? up what Chris Rock said? This is what Chris Rock said. He didn't say anything about her being bald. He said that she had a similar haircut. Um, and looking forward to G.I. Jane 2, right? Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? So, would that be... Would, would it be like... Um, oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Everyone thought there was a joke. Yeah. This is when he really humiliated himself. Wow, he dude. Left. He could have he yeah. let it go. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your f***ing He mouth. is a piece of I'm shit, Will Smith. You hear okay. that in his voice. The, think that, the fact that he thinks he can order someone to do something and the fact that he's hit someone and he's walked away and he goes, I am a bigger star than you is really what he's saying and you do what I tell you to. It, that is uh, Will Smith terrible. <laughs> Let's go back to your joke. So Alec Baldwin's there, and he goes, Alec Baldwin, uh, I I see you're going to be starring as Larry David in the next Curb Your Enthusiasm. Because Larry David's bald, and your last name's Baldwin. Is that how the joke would go down? No, it'd have to have something about shooting in it. (laughs) Hey, I hear you're shooting shooting a a new series of Curb Your Enthusiasm. (laughs) Hey, Baldwin. I hear Alec Baldwin. (laughs) Is shooting another series of hey hey Baldwin? No, see, it's not. No, it's have, not. Have, have, would it be this? Hey Baldwin? No, you don't need to shoot. You I go, don't want to actually. I can't take it literally. I don't want him to actually make the joke about Alex Baldwin. The joke is now coming after the joke. Well, would you say this no, is the but, best but type of joke? Right, but how about this? Hey Baldwin. Um, uh, Larry David called and he wants his hair back. No, because that's 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 <laughs> no, but you're going bo- backwards. <laughs> you're going backwards. I'm, I'm propelling the discourse forwards, <laughs> and at the same time dealing with a much larger issue around safety on set <laughs> and the responsibility of <laughs> oh, producers. Is that what you're doing to make sure the safety? Oh, you know what? It's interesting. Will Smith never mentioned that in his speech today around safety. Maybe that's what he was getting at with a speech around protecting people, yeah. right? Protecting those actors on the set, right? Well, he, so he was protecting someone from words mm-hmm. by stomping twenty meters to slap someone in the face. Mm-hmm. That's mean, right. He was protecting them from words, right? Yeah. Protecting words, them from words. Words. I mean, you know the sayings: sticks and stones won't break your bones, but words will hurt you. Yeah, sticks <laughs> and stones. You can't be injured at all by physical acts, yeah. but words you need to really get upset about. Words really hurt you. Words <laughs> have the power to change we, the world. We have, the problem has we have in society decided that words are more powerful than they should be. That That's the problem. So people say that you can get mental harm and all this kind of stuff, and they, there's all this talk about microaggressions and how words can hurt you. I mean, we've got to get to a point in life, and whether society does or whether – or whether people think it's right or not, as a person in your life, you need to get to a point 
where you don't let other people take ownership of your life by the words they say to you. Mm-hmm. It's there's, there's another stoic principle about how you would never let anyone kidnap you. You'd fight, but you let people kidnap your mind just by saying a couple of things to you. You let them completely own you. They, you they, they, they have that saying, living rent-free in your mind because someone said something. You've got to get to a position where someone can't say something to you as simple as your wife looks similar to someone that was in a movie in 1997 and let that destroy your life. Do you think that's got to do with the fact that the saying sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me is so lame? It's it just lame sounds saying. so lame in, in a modern context because the sentiment is perfect and, yeah. and fantastic. Yet as an adult, maybe is it, our, is, it, is it our fault as adults and parents that we think that that is such a lame and it sounds so lame now that we don't say that enough to our children? Is that part of it? Because surely as a parent, a big part of your role is to prepare your children for the harshness of life and, and, to, and to make them tough so that when they go through life, they're not hurt by little things. Yeah. That's a big part of why we parent, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're not – your children are not you. Your children spend most of their lives apart from you you know, away experiencing their own things. You've only got children for a very short window, yep. only 18 years really. So your job is to make them competent and able to survive yeah. the world. And then they spend sort of the next 60 years by themselves. And, yeah. But are we not sending them out? Are we not being – do we need to be a bit harder on them? Is that is that a part of it? I, I wonder about that sometimes. I wonder whether well, yeah, a lot of people you, that say, you know, my parents, they didn't even know they did it, did the right thing, but by just being absolute a-holes, they actually set me up for the world because nobody was ever as much of an a-hole as my parents were. Well, it's really interesting because um, the, the, the question is, do you want to make your kids um, comfortable or competent? And if, if, you, know, you, you can make your kids really, really comfortable, but as you say, they're not with you for their whole life. So you have to actually make them competent. You have to make them capable of living in the world. So it can't, their life can't be too perfect. No, and if you teach kids, if you there's t- a sweet spot where uh, you don't do damage. Yeah, you're not too hard that you do damage, but you're not too soft that you don't harden them a fraction. Yeah, that's the, there's a sweet spot in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Where you're not you're not a complete asshole. To mean that they that you've actually damaged your children in that relationship. They know that you love you. They know that you love them and yeah. that you're there to support them. Yeah. But at the same time, you you're not too nice to them to think for them to think that the first thing bad thing that ever happens to them is like a terrible shock to them. There's a weird study that there's a study I was reading yesterday and it came out and it was about how um, the way mothers are far more in tuned with their kids' emotions, the way they talk to them. Like so, they they will describe to them exactly how the kids feeling, but dads aren't very good at describing how the kids are feeling to them, but dads are way closer to how the world treats them. So you know how it, it, it becomes a role in a family if you're a mother and father that you might notice happen where the dad's always trying to almost be an anarchist and say stupid hard things all the time and cut them down, and it's quite instinctive what how it happens, whereas the mum's always going, ah, meh, 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 and the dad's always going, you look stupid in that hat. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's an interesting thing. It's almost like you take on the role of being the harsh part of the world. Mm. Hey, this is this quote from Epictetus that I, I said before. If a person Epic gave who? Epictetus. <laughs> Who's he? Do you not know Epictetus? Who's she? She's got Epictetus. Epictetus. No, Epictetus is a different person. That's that woman we saw down at Calendar Girls. Epictetus.com. Yeah, that's different. Epictetus was a slave philosopher from ancient Rome. Delete that. What does Epictetus have to say about things? He said, Epictetus, we were down at... 
Showgirls, an epic titus, said to us, Beep that. If a person gave away your body to some passerby, you'd be furious. Yet you hand over your mind to anyone who comes along. So they may abuse you, leaving it disturbed and trouble. Have no shame in that. That's- yeah, but she would say that. She's got epic tits. So basically what happened there was fucking Will Smith gave his entire life over to Chris Rock over one sentence. He allowed him to be his complete master. He allowed some words to completely take over everything. He was out of control of his body. It was like he was, he'd become a zombie. He, some words had happened. He behaved totally different than he normally does, marching on stage, slapping people when he could have just gone, <laughs> and then later on maybe gone up to, gone up to Chris Rock and go, hey, man, I don't, my, my wife's got alopecia. I, I, I appreciate if you didn't like talk about it here. You know, if you wanted to do it, deal with it like a man, but he dealt with it like a baby. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. On the words will never hurt me thing about yeah. being about kids. Shut up, Mesh. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. Anyway, just kidding. That was just a joke. No, you, about words will never hurt you. I think it's interesting because I'm pretty close to a child and all I've ever, all we ever see is words. So words is everything. Where like when you guys were kids, maybe you had actions. Yeah. And actions were everything. Yeah. But now all we ever see is words. We see words- Via text or via yeah social media. Uh, that's an interesting point, and God, I think that is an interesting point. So Ash. I think that everything. So to me, when I get an email from my boss about you know could you be better at this, that hurts. Yeah, right. Because that's all I get. Yeah, sorry about those emails. I'll tell you to your face. That's so right. do, what about what about words though? Do they hurt? To you straight to your face. That's what I'm saying. Oh, words to my face. Yeah. What but about that? Some, not hurt you some, as much. Okay, try this. Okay, okay, try this. Okay. I love I love you, Mash. Yeah. I'm looking forward to you and G.I. Jane too, all right? Fuck you. Okay, so the words hurt you. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no that, 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 that is a, re- a really interesting point because, like, say, uh, if you're mainly talking face-to-face to people or even on a phone line, yeah. right, then it's a very different interaction than text. Yeah. And, like, we all know that situation where you get a text from your partner and they say something like, are you getting the kids from school? And you read it. Are you getting the kids from school? Yes. Like the, it's like you can read it wrong, you know, right? And it's social like, media is all people reading it wrong. It's like when you're away from, you know, your girlfriend or something for a wee while and you'll always find a way over text or email or whatever, you don't email your girlfriend, text to eventually find an argument about yeah. something. And, you'll, and that's kind of what I think my entire childhood has been is that. Yeah. And that's why, that's why words hurt generations like me and kids. And stuff like that, and that's why we've got to get out of that habit. But, obviously, but, but, but my advice to you, sense? my advice to you, would be to take on the, our bullshit, and and especially what Jerry's saying, because I often think about it. He said it. Yeah, he said it to me once. That idea that you just let it wash over you and it's gone. Yeah. And the and the worst thing you can do is someone says something to you, and then you keep what they're saying over and over in your head, and it's they're it's gone. And so they may say it once, but you say it to yourself in your head four hundred times, and you end up having an argument with them where you have comebacks. Well, that's and then, right. And then you add comebacks to the original statement. That's all in your freaking head, and they're so far gone. And that, and that's the same thing with Will Smith. That comment was not out of Chris Rock's mouth. His reaction was all in his fucking head. It was all him. It yeah. was all his flawed personality and all his baggage and all his shit and all the fact that his wife had been rooting around on him uh, <laughs> with his son's mate. That was all. That was all Will Smith bringing all of Will Smith to what Chris Rock said. So, like, if you're going to look at some words and feel offended by it mm. because you grew up in a words generation or whatever, 
then I just really recommend if you can practice the 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 thing of just letting it now let that wash over me and I'll go and think because you can just choose to think about something yeah. else. Does that make sense? Did I articulate that? I don't think no, I did it perfectly, but I think no, that's did. why I think, I think people. Idea. I think there's this, there's something in there's there. Something in there's there, something yeah. in there. There's something in there because. I wonder about confrontation as well, and I wonder about the nuance of face-to-face communication and whether or not if you're used to texting all the time and everything's via text and message and stuff, then actually you can sometimes lose the subtlety of face-to-face contact and the nuance that people put inside of communication. Well, when you say the word confrontation to me, I associate that with automatically with quite aggressive and intense conversation, which is actually not really what confrontation should be. And no. the older I get, the more I realise confrontation can actually just be a conversation face to face. Because 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 that's quite interesting. Eh? Like confrontation, like say if you and me got into a words fight, yeah, it would probably I, I'd probably hold my own. But yeah. if you and me got into a fucking fist fight. I would not back myself <laughs> against you. You fucking giant. You're much younger than me and much stronger than me. You know what I mean? That's that's an interesting thing. Whereas that is taken out of the equation and 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 on social media, isn't yeah. it? With a with a what what shit could actually go down? <laughs> yeah. And the other part of it is about control. Like I, I reckon there's an age where people like to communicate. They don't like communicating face to face so yeah. much. There's mm. and I reckon it's people under the age of about uh, thirty five. They're not like I've noticed calling up and speaking to people under that age. They don't like talking on the phone. They don't like talking mm. on the phone because they don't quite know what might be coming at them on the phone. So they might have to react straight to it. Yeah, they prefer to be able to see a text or to see an email and then to be able to process think about it, process time. it, and then come back with a reply rather than what we're used to doing, How- which is actually just replying. Naturally, face to face with with and having an honest response to it that way. How weird is our fucking job though? Like the four of us sit around a table in a circle and look at each other yeah. and talk at each other for hours every day. Yeah, and um, we feel quite comfortable insulting each other because yeah, I don't know because of that, right? Like, there's no yeah. way I'd to just constantly text the shit that I say to you guys. That would be <laughs> fucking weird. It was just a barrage of insults there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, basically, well, as long as you know what someone's ha- where someone's heart is, you never mind about that sort of stuff, do you? Well, like, some, of the, some of the nicest compliments are then is when a friend feels comfortable to really rip you a new one to your face, right? Yeah, it is. That, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's saying, you. That's, yeah. you couldn't say louder and louder, we are really good friends yeah, than someone like insulting you. Because yeah. you. yeah. you're basically saying, I know that you like me and I like you, or else I never would be fucking doing this. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's kind of what it is, isn't it? Yeah. 100%. Anyway, my The Fresh Prick of Bell End post is just rounded a thousand likes. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Bring out the horns of joy. Yeah, I'll get to be getting a king hit from, <laughs> from Will Smith next time I'm oh, in LA. Jesus. This has been the podcast intro. The highlights of The Matt and Jerry Show are also available right now in its own podcast. And in the end, it's all the same thing. The podcasts, the FM broadcast breakfast show weekdays, it's all The Matt and Jerry Show on Radio Hauraki. Follow us at Matt and Jerry on Instagram. And if you have a question, send an audio recording to mattandjerry at yahoo.com. We may just play it in our office hours shows. Anyway, you seem busy. Bless, bless, bless. Love you, babes. Give them a taste of kiwi from me. Thank you.